0: CHAPTER 51 Ilsie silently followed behind Wren further below deck. It was dark and quiet. The sounds of snores coming from the sleeping crew covered the sounds of her squeaky floor planks as they sneaked by. She felt her forehead. The humidity was making her sweat and nervousness. As they continued on down the way, the two felt the sudden heat from the adjacent kitchen. They quietly swung the double doors out. They came into the dimly lit dining area. Ilse let out a sigh of relief. Neither the cook nor anyone else was present. Wren turned, and the candlelight was etched in his face. He put a finger to his lips to remind Ilse to stay quiet. The pair edged on and came to a large staircase. Moonlight spilled its eerie light upon the steps, and the sounds of working men were audible from above deck. Wren motioned to her that it was safe to continue on. Ilse silently inhaled and shakily followed. Wren stopped quietly before a wooden wall. It was secluded in the shadows of the stairs. As arranged, no one was guarding the area. He was barely visible, but Ilse could see his outlined figure with her eyes now adjusting to the darkness plus the candle. He stretched his hands in front of him and pushed on the wall with his palms. The wall gave a lurch, and it shifted forwards. He pushed the wall to the right, and it slid quietly to the side. Ilse barely breathed as Wren disappeared in the darkness. She quickly followed so she could follow the quivering candlelight. She commanded her feet to shift forward, and she sluggishly followed her friend deeper and deeper into obscurity. Why is it even so dark down here? Elsie wondered. It seemed like any of the common areas had some kind of light source for warmth. They walked down a narrow hallway. Ren opened yet another secret door with extra care. She knew this was when she went first, not Ren. She stepped in and stood immobilized as she heard the secret door slide back into place. She felt a warm hand hold her own, and she exhaled, knowing it had to be Wren. He gave her hand an extra squeeze, and she felt braver. Ilse suddenly smelled an awful combination of sweat, bodily waste, and death. Is this the room? Ilse whispered, her voice small and scratchy. She heard a couple of crackling noises. Wren lit an oil lamp hanging from the wall, and he held the bright lamp to his face. He looked solemnly at her and nodded. He motioned for Ilse to walk with him and he shone his light before them. Ilse walked only a few steps, only to have the sudden desire to turn around and vomit. Prisoners. Women sat everywhere, all chained together. Their prisoner garb, bold tattered dresses, loosely hung on their figures. The stench intensified to the point Ilse was certain she couldn't forget it. The sound of low murmurings, shifting weight, clanking of chains swelled. Scarred, bruised, and sunken faces turned to look at her. She could see in their worn and empty eyes that they didn't know what to think of her. Why are there no men? Ilsi thought. Why target women that look like me? Rubens, you're sick. Ilse turned when Wren tapped her shoulder. He had the same confused look on his face. She could tell that he was just as confused and disturbed as she was. But they had to keep going. Their plan was only half completed. The lantern was placed on the ground next to Ilsi's feet. The warmth of Wren's body vanished as he took a few steps away from her. She heard the sliding door open and close again. After the door was closed, the voices around her rose to a whisper. Ilse knew it would be a long night. She sunk her hand into a small pocket in her tattered pants and pulled out a worn piece of cloth. She unfolded it to reveal an ancient-looking brass key. It had completely lost its shine, but it still did the job. Ilse picked up the lantern and began walking about, crouching down to unlock the shackles of her fellow cellmates. They began to sigh and moan. They breathed out words of relief. Whispers flooded the area as others passed on what was going on. Ilse felt satisfied when she had helped unlock all of the chains on their hands and feet. She made sure to tell them what she was doing and that they shouldn't be afraid. Many of them thanked her in languages she didn't understand. She wondered where they were from and how long they were here. She felt like she was at least releasing herself from the guilt thrust on her. Soon, these women could return to their homes and possibly make Rubens look like a major fool. This plan, whether it worked or not, was well worth the gratitude shining in each of their faces. Elsie suddenly felt a hand clasp on her forearm. The light of the lamp revealed a young girl's face. It was Mouse. She was part of the plan, too. She and the others sat together, trying to put on brave faces. Mouse seemed more frightened than when they first met. "'He will come back, won't he?' Her voice cracked in question. Ilse blinked and nodded. Once Ilse felt confident that everyone knew the basics of the plan and what she expected of them, she found a spot to sit. She held her knees to her chest and tried to sleep sitting up against the women, a common sleeping position choice in the cramped space, and Mouse put the light out. The sound of the secret sliding door woke Ilse up from her half-sleep. She flinched as the other women around her roused from their sleep. She and the others felt tense. "'Who's there?' She saw a small, flickering light. As suddenly as it shone, a hand covered the small flame, and then the hand pulled back to reveal the light. She sighed. It was Wren's signal. As the light came closer, she arose to meet it. Without prior thought, she flung her arms around his neck in joy and relief. She had hardly slept and had no way of tracking time. She almost thought he forgot about her, or was deterred from following through. "'Everything's ready, cat!' he whispered in her ear. She nodded and sighed. She turned to the other prisoners. All were awake now. They now knew the plan. In the darkness, the second phase of the plan began, as dark black pieces of armor were dispersed to all the prisoners. It seemed to take an eternity, but Ilsi was forlorn when Wren had to leave. He would be in trouble if he was missing from his duties. Ilsi's heart sank when the small light finally disappeared. Ilsi awoke the next morning. She felt uneasy. She could hear the men above deck shouting and stomping about. They were near land. A whistle was signaling to the men on deck and those on shore, it seemed. Ilse felt herself being carried along with the tide until she could somehow feel that the ship had finally stopped. From inside her soul, an uncontrollable urge, an unbridled emotion, began to surge throughout her body. Her body gave off so much heat, combined with the heat and anticipation from the others and her armor. It was like humidity after a hot summer rain. Suddenly, she heard what she was waiting for. She didn't see him, but she could imagine a Yildirim at the top of the main stairs, standing erect as he shouted, All soldiers on deck! Pronto! With great haste, a prisoner opened the secret door and it released beams of light. Some women around Ilse held up their hands and gave muffled groans. Ilse stared into the light unmoving. It was beautiful sunshine. The women assembled themselves together and filed out of the room. They were through the small hallway and through the final secret door. Other soldiers obviously the real ones, filed out and intermingled with the crowd of prisoners, but they didn't seem to notice. Ilse wasn't in front like she wanted to be. In the middle of it all, she was nowhere to be seen, as according to plan.